We're recording. We're trying something new. It might not be so good. But we're stuck inside. And we might just die. So let's try a new hobby. Learning the ukulele. I feel like it's important to know that every time I play this song, I I managed to miss at least half of the notes that I have written down for myself to play. So it's a hobby in progress. It's uh it's one of my number one hobbies in progress. Um, actually, it's kind of weird. We do so many hobbies on a weekly basis, but I feel like a lot of them we do ongoing for weeks afterwards because very few hobbies we could fully encompass in a week. And if we like them, we'll just keep doing them. And if we don't, we just stop. We just uh- absolutely stop. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Kate, the one who is slowly becoming the only one of her friends that isn't going to have children. I'm Jude. Oh, and I'm Jude, the one who is also not having children, but amongst friends. <laughs> uh, and this is Friends with Niche Hobbies, the podcast where we t- try a new hobby every single week. And this is a morning edition. This is the first time we've ever recorded in the morning. Hey. Yes! It is a beautiful gloomy day in Vancouver. Uh, There is cloud coverage, there is no sun, um, but we don't have any snow either, so flex it on you, Kelowna. Uh, Actually, we have almost no snow and it's a brilliant sunshiny day. Well, never mind! (laughs) Nice try. You played yourself. I did, I played myself. I should have known better than to flex Vancouver's weather. It is always terrible. It was Um, a bold decision that did not pay off. Well, you know, it's we're we're day, we're morning drinking. So, to start, mm-hmm. what are you drinking? I am drinking. I'm very excited. I'm drinking the black currant sour from Copper Brewing. So, Copper Brewing is a brewery here in Kelowna, and not to pinpoint my location too much, but it is within walking distance of where I tend to live. <laughs> where you generally exist. Where I generally exist. Yeah. So they opened a little over a year ago, I think now. They're super, super great. They're do- they have a brewery dog named Porter, and he's on oh, the can, Porter. a little burner. Yeah, so they have a great patio. Um, dogs are allowed on the patio. And they also have a wall inside the brewery with little Polaroids of all the dogs that come in with their names. And there's a sign that says, in dog beers, I've only had one, which is so cute. And so Nebby has her picture up there, and it's actually next to her boyfriend, Rudy, who's owned by our friends and neighbors. So yeah. Love copper brewing. The black. I'm not a huge fan of sours. We've talked about it before, but the black currant sour from Copper isn't super super sour, and I really like it. So yeah, yeah. I went there for lunch yesterday. Had a flight. It was great. But yeah, love the black wow. currant sour. What about you? I I am having a backcountry. I'm also actually having a sour too, but I'm having backcountry's pumpkin move baby, which is an orange and amaretto sour. Last time I had it, I liked it so much, I immediately sent the photo to your husband, Dan, because I also know he likes amarettos. Mm-hmm. It's also not that sour. Like, it, it's good. It, it's got a little bit of that. It has the right flavor for being a sour beer, but it's not, like, puckery. Like, you can only have one. It doesn't, like, some sours, you drink one, you're going to have a hangover tomorrow morning. Your stomach feels like it's, all, like, on fire. Like, there are, yeah, there are some that are very strong. This is not it. This is really, really tasty. In fact... Me and the old roommate went all half and half on a flat of these bad boys, so I have Ooh. a ton of them. Um, but they're amazing. Backcountry is based out of Squamish. 
they do have a really amazing brewery, obviously, because I am not, we're not in their health region. Like we can't visit them, but I'm really excited to go visit them afterwards. They're also like, I gotta say, they are some of the nicest people who actually work there. When I was in, like, worked in the industry, the drivers were always like so, so nice. And like the, the rep, everyone, really, really fabulous bunch. They're very passionate about what they're doing. So love it. Love it. Listed. In addition to morning drinking, what's new? You know what? We're still in, like the holding pattern of COVID, obviously. We have some cases going down. Um, and like people are getting vaccinated. So that's nice. But besides that, I have been basically hook latch rugging which has been my mm-hmm. side hobby this week and the last three weeks. It's taking me forever. 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 We did an hour long live thing. And I think I got like another inch of it done. And I was working the whole time. So that <laughs> doing that, I also got, um, my roommate's got a ring fit, which is like a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a, it's kind of like they're like yoga e exercise game. So ring fit <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like a fun exercise thing. It's like 10 minutes long, 10 to 15 minutes to do you. It's like a level, it's like Mario. So like you have like four levels in a stage and then you beat like a mini boss and it's just, it's been fun. It, I'd get very sweaty after it. So that has been nice. And yeah, so that's been my week. It's been very thrilling. How about yourself? What's up with you? Oh, not much. It's been quite the week of weather here in Kelowna because it was cold and sunny and then I want to say it was Wednesday, but I could be wrong on the date. It just like dumped snow. There's just like so much snow everywhere, which Nebby loves and was very excited. Um, I know I saw photos. I got yeah, I got some vids. So cute, but yeah. So so that was wild. And then yesterday it was sort of warm and very melty, and so it was like slushy disaster everywhere. And mm-hmm. today, like I haven't been outside yet, but looking at the roof of the building across me there's like a tiny little patch of snow so I'm thinking the snow is mostly gone it's above zero going for a socially distant walk with Catherine this afternoon and I think it's gonna be the perfect weather for it but other than that um you know my big excitement is I'm getting upgraded internet from Telus because you guys don't know this but at the end of every episode that Jude and I record without fail basically we record and then we either we stop the recording portion and then we just have like a little like after chat or sometimes it's even still recording because we're just whatever haven't stopped it and we're like you know do you place the closing strum we have about maybe five minutes maybe less and then all of a sudden the zoom just like freezes and then cuts out and then it's like (laughs) every time it's done Yeah, yeah every time zoom is just like this is done so part of the problem i think was our internet plan we hadn't upgraded and like we like we got it three years ago and after two years generally like you have two years of like deal time and then it's just like call us again to change your whatever so yeah. i was looking at and then we also had like a 500 whatever limit me working from home we were going over our limit all the time and a lot of the time if you once you go over your limit they don't like cut off your internet but it's like way slower so i yeah. think that was part of it so I've upgraded us to unlimited data, which is like very common now, apparently. And then they have like a deal right now where it, like the internet will be three times faster and it's actually less money. So I'm getting that upgraded on Tuesday. So that's exciting. Very exciting. But that's also I... like being 30 and things that are exciting. Like, oh, TELUS is upgrading. I feel like I sent you this TikTok, but it's like the videos of like millennials being like, we're going to be young forever. And then a year later, she into COVID, you're like, this soup that I had is this fabulous. And you know, the heirloom tomato, like, honestly. Yes, it's true. It's like, I I didn't want to get old, but I'm forced to get old because I can't leave my house. 
Oh. Well, that's just it. Oh. I mentioned this before. Sorry, but I was going to say, I did try the um, the very famous TikTok spaghetti recipe. Oh, the, the pasta recipe. Crucial. Yes. Tell us. Um, we'll tell the people. I already know. You already know. Yeah, I was kind of, I'm kind of surprised by the hype of it. So, like, I am not a great cook. I have made a lot of passionate food in my day. It's actually one of, if Megan's gone, it's one of mine and Stu's little pleasures at home is that I'll make, like, homemade poutine or, like, rice bowls or, like, like just, like, nachos like garbage boy food not boy food that's being sexist bachelor-esque food okay okay Um, and this was good but it was also bachelor food like it was very (laughs) I was surprised by the hype around it because it nothing blew my mind and it's very very simple right like it's a chunk of feta tomato garlic olive oil salt and pepper fabulous and it's great if you're a university student but I think that if you were planning on serving this and blowing a date's mind try a different recipe because it yeah it, it was just good it was cheesy and tomatoey but it was not it wasn't really it didn't live up to the hype I guess well and I was reading in one of my uh, margarito cooking groups um that's what they were all kind of saying was it's kind yeah. of like eh. and then one girl was like well maybe if you made it with borsain cheese instead because it's like way more like because it's flavor generally and the girl was like no I tried it it was still kind of like eh. so for me like it is super simple but it also like it's essentially just like a casserole, basically. Like a lot of other casserole recipes out there maybe have a slightly more work, but would be better. Like this week, like we got um the good food. We've been like on a food box kick lately just with Dan going back to work and everything. And this coming week, we're not getting one. So I was like, okay, it's been super helpful to like have like these meals planned out. Huh, meal planning's helpful, who knew? But <laughs> so I yesterday went through my Pinterest and recipe books and whatever and pick and plan the meals for the week. And so I'm going to try this Parmesan chicken casserole recipe. So it's like chicken. You can like, you can use jarred marinara sauce or you can make your own, whatever level you're at. Uh, Breadcrumbs, Parmesan cheese and mozzarella cheese. And you just like put it all in the casserole and you bake it. And then you can either serve it by itself or you serve it over pasta. And to me, like that's similar to the amount of effort if you especially if you buy pre-shredded mozzarella which I absolutely am going to do so like to me yeah I mean it would have been cool for it to work and I'm like like it was fun to watch all the people trying it yeah but yeah I'm I was a little disappointed to hear that it sucked because I did want to try it but I don't think I'm going to now because generally not that it sucked but it was kind of like meh it's super meh and I feel like you're not a huge you're not a huge feta person either right oh no I love that but I like feta in salads yeah, like to me, it, it just seems like a waste. It's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. There was definitely this <laughs> thought process that while I was doing it, I was like, this is $8 worth of feta, which is like, and like, I, which I mean, it's not, a t- not an insane amount of money, but at the same time, like, it was not that much of everything else. And it was just like, cheese is so expensive in Canada. When you do a, a thing that asks for you to use like a, a large chunk of it, you're yeah. like, this better be good. That was my uh, other hesitation. Yeah. And for me, like, I really like pasta full stop. Yeah. Which reminds me, has mom told you about grandpa's DNA test results? No, are we Italian? <laughs> We're, grandpa's 15% Italian, so we are 5% Italian. What? But the exciting shocker is grandpa is 49% German. Okay. Gosh, he's going to have to take back all those jokes that he made about World War II. Correct. That <laughs> Apparently he's not thrilled. But no offense <laughs> to Germans, that's just our grandfather. You all know. No, Germans. can be. We, I mean, we could argue that Germans have had the best uh, recovery from. Yeah, the they are res- like resilient. 
But they're also very open about how bad it was and how they shouldn't do it again, which is Uh, something a lot of other countries can't say. Yeah. But anyway, I was going to say, I love pasta. And so now I'm going to blame it on my 5% Italian heritage. But I really like, I, I don't mind a pasta that's just like, olive oil, garlic, and some tomatoes, like it quickly in a pan on top of pasta. Like yes. that's so, and with some cheese. So to me that, again, that's like a similar level of effort, of effort no yeah. feta cheese usage. So it's interesting. It's interesting to me, like these like trends that appear on the internet. Like, I'm sure we all remember the Tiger King saga of early 2020, which is almost a year ago now, I guess we all watched that. But you know, these internet things that like everyone's into and everyone's talking about and they're like have nothing to do with like actual life it's just like did you see that pasta thing on tiktok it's just so funny well, what me. is what is absolute life like what is actual life at this point i feel like that That's is true that is the weirdest thing about this is that for so long it felt like there's like your real life and then there's the internet life but now your real life is basically being in your house trying not to die from a pandemic not seeing any of your friends or family so like you're, I feel like my entire life, I'm ready for transhumanism. I'm ready to go into the computer now because I feel like that is, that is like mostly what's happening. I'm excited. I think also it's just like being in quarantine in Canada during like winter. Yes. There's not a lot to do. Like I'm, I'm excited yes. for it to be spring for the kind of the energy to, to leave the house to come back. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and that was the thing too, is in the summer, even like we could see our friends like we'd all go to the beach and we'd all have our separate beach towels and our separate couples but we could all see each other in person and it was pleasant like we still go for walks with our friends but obviously generally you don't really want to do that for very long Um, and even our parents they have a huge outdoor patio and so we could go and like eat dinner even like in separate areas or on separate ends of the big table and be that distance where like there's no way I would do that right now it's too cold so agreed um and just speaking of your thing about going into the computer have you seen the show upload on amazon i can't remember if we've talked about it or not oh i think i watched the very first that's like you die and then your brain gets uploaded to the the drive or like whatever the yeah like afterlife you know you have to like essentially like in-app purchases when you're in the afterlife if you don't buy like these it's a really interesting it was a really cool idea actually the show was very interesting weird Um, okay if you would you elect to do like let's call it how you, you've also watched the black mirror episode it's just similar right san Mar- oh gosh you should watch that one i know that like black mirror is kind of a downer sometimes this is actually one of the few like like positive episodes okay oh my gosh it's called san something and I, i'm just thinking of the sims game mm-hmm. uh <laughs> the sims world it is basically a san junipero junipero and it's okay. a very similar idea but the idea instead is that you have to, well, you have to elect to be in this afterlife world. And like when you're older, you're allowed to go visit it to see if like you would like to live there. So my question to you is that like, so we're moving that in app purchase exactly like kind of a bummer, but like yeah. if you had the chance to, would you do something like that? I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like it really depends on who else is there. Right, like the big thing of this, of the Sad Juniper show is, spoilers alert for Black Mirror episode that came out like three years ago, is that like one of the girls, her husband chose, elected not to go. Yeah. So then it's like, so if you were like, if you and dad were both going to go and like me and like, like that would make sense. But if like some people chose not to, then would you like want to live eternity without them? I well, guess. that's just, yeah. Do you want to live, yeah, eternity missing them rather than just spending your last few years missing them? It's, yeah, that's a, it's a tricky situation, you know, like. Yeah. Welcome to the deep episode of Friends <laughs> of the Tobbies. But yeah, you know, none of us ever want to be forgotten. None of us 
you know, we all are unsure with the uncertainty of the you know, of life after death and all that sort of thing, depending on who you are and what yeah. you believe in. But yeah, it's 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 sort of there's something like kind of weird and creepy about living forever and like that sort of situation, and particularly without like can Nebby come? Like important questions. Yeah, it's like if you had like a simulation of Nebby, would it be the same? Or even have you watched The Good Place? Yes. See that is also like my I love that concept for The Good Place is so good. Uh, it's so good Um, recommend highly recommend oh yeah so if you're wondering about if maybe it's like almost like thinking about death for the new worlds kind of vibe because I feel like the again like we've talked about before the really stressful part about COVID is that you're constantly faced with your own mortality like your mortality mortality. yeah your friends your family everybody and so I think it just comes to people's minds and people are generally like some people are less religious nowadays generally Mm -hmm. overall so sometimes it's, it's interesting to think about uh, life at, or death, basically, consciousness yeah. after life, and figure out like a way for you to like, do what you want to be conscious after life. Would you prefer not to be? Would you like a heaven situation, hell situation? Would you prefer to be uploaded to the matrix? Yeah. What's your vibe? So it's like, I think it's a nice way of kind of distancing yourself from the actual really old, cold hard truth that death is all around us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyways, shall we get into our episode? Speaking of religion, I guess. Yeah. Dude, what's our hobby this week? Uh, this week, our hobby is meditation, which I feel like both of us, but especially me, have been given off very strong vibes that we probably need to chill out. Yeah, after last <laughs> week's episode, which the whole, like the record, like the final cut episode was over an hour, but yeah. it was almost two hours of like stuff that I had to edit down from, which I mean, it was great and it was super fun, but yeah, <laughs> we're obviously a little, our energy was up last week. And so some, some meditation was probably, <laughs> was probably wise. Yes. So meditation is essentially, it's a set of techniques that are intended to encourage a heightened state of awareness and focus your attention on the things around you. So it's considered consciousness changing technique that has been shown uh, to have a wide number of benefits on a psychological well-being. So this is meditation. Yeah, so I'm doing the history this week and clearly this should have been a Jude episode because, uh, or a Jude history episode because uh, we're going back to the beginnings of time, essentially. <laughs> so the history of meditation is intimately bound with the religious context in which it was practiced. So some ho- authors have even suggested that the emergence of the capacity for focused attention, an element of many methods of meditation, may have contributed to the last phase of human biological evolution. So like literally the beginning Dang. of human time. Some of the earliest references for meditation are found in the Hindu Vedas. So the Vedas are the religious texts uh, of Hinduism. And the most the most famous Vedic mantra, Gayatri, translates to, we meditate on the desirable light of the divine Savitri, who influences our pious rites. So that's Rig Veda 3.62.10. Hinduism is super interesting. I highly recommend reading more about it. Around the 6th to 5th centuries BCE, before Common Era, other forms of meditation developed via Confucianism and Taoism in China, as well as in Hinduism, Jainism, and early Buddhism in India. By the 12th century, the practice of Sufism included specific meditative techniques and its followers practiced the breathing controls and repetition of holy words. 
and Western Christian meditation contrasts with most other approaches and that it does not involve the repetition of any phrase or action and requires no specific posture. So you could kind of look at like praying as a form of meditation almost. Oh, well, I would even argue against that then because you do have specific phrases or actions associated with Not that. necessarily. Well, that's true. You know, you do have like the Lord's Prayer, for example, that you all say yeah. together, but then, you know, let's take a moment to pray Jude and I grew up going to church. There's no, like, you have to say, you say amen at the end, but your little, like, solo time with God is your your own thing. Yeah, your solo call. So, yeah, your one-on-one. <laughs> God's going to give you some feedback on this week's agenda. <laughs> Meditation has spread in the West since the late 19th century, accompanying increased travel and communications among cultures worldwide. More recently, in the 1960s, another surge in Western interest and meditative practices began. Um, the rise of, oh my goodness, the rise of communism in Asia led to many Asian spiritual teachers taking refuge in Western countries, oftentimes as refugees. In addition to the spiritual forms of meditation, secular forms of meditation have also taken root. So rather than focusing on spiritual growth, secular meditation emphasizes stress reduction, relaxation, and self-improvement, which is the type of meditation I assume that we both focused on this week because neither of us have a religious tie that has meditation involved. And then I just wanted to actually quickly highlight COVID times meditation because we are coming to, we are recording this on February, I believe 20th. Yeah, February 20th. So we are not, we're less than a month away from hitting our one year COVID-versary. It's been March for a year. (laughs) Exactly. We're about to hit March, like March two in the same year it feels like. But so in March, 2020, so at the very start of the pandemic, essentially, Psychology Today included an article that was titled Three Reasons to Meditate in the Battle Against Coronavirus. They highlighted that meditation may be used to your immunity, can help relieve anxiety, and can help improve emotional health. So the ongoing pandemic, along with the racial animus sparked by police killing of George Floyd in late May, the raging wildfires in the U.S. and Australia, a tense U.S. election season, the storming of the U.S. Capitol by quote-unquote patriots, and everything else that happens in your average year, it's been a very, very stressful 12 months. So meditation, a lot of people are recommending, and downloads from mindfulness apps hit 750,000 during the week of March 29th alone, which was a 25% increase, and apps like Calm, Headspace, Reflectly, and Sleepiest jumped to the top of Apple's health and fitness categories throughout the year, but particularly right after election day. If there's one thing that these simple practices can do, they can train attention, said Richard Davidson, founder of the Center for Healthy Minds. He said that it, it can also help with loneliness, depression, and anxiety, which are all made worse by the pandemic and the other things. The just general vibe of everything. The general That's, life. There's yeah. history and some some more like more current history, I guess. Yeah. Wow. So what was <laughs> what was your vibe check on this one? What was your meditative, contemplative, <laughs> thoughtful vibe check? Excellent. So back in the bullet journal episode which was almost two not quite two months ago I had mentioned that so like meditation was one of my goals because mm-hmm. I we've talked before we both have anxious behavior in our life and it's stressful everything in the world is stressful so yes. my vibe was like and so I had go- these goals to do meditation like every day at lunch or like maybe three times a week at lunch and I like did it for a week and then I just stopped doing it because I don't know why I have no actual reason so 
I was excited for this to be the hobby this week because it like further like pushes me to be like okay now like I have to do it rather than just being like this would be nice because when we have these hobbies that we're doing for the show obviously we like really have to make time to, to fit them into our life which is really good in a lot of ways yes um because otherwise it's easy to be like no I'm just gonna watch tv and drink beer but no no I have to meditate so vibe wise I was very excited to do it and experience level wise I had done a few of them obviously in the first week of January and then I have done a couple you know like doing things like yoga class I think that's kind of it so I don't have a ton of experience doing it I really well I really wanted to get into it I also was like really skeptical about it because it just sort of was like eh. but that being said Dan as part of his recovery from his concussion has meditation oh. yeah so he particularly like after like the first month of his meditation or of his, medita- of his concussion recovery he was meditating like at least once a day and he found it incredibly helpful and even now like if he has a, a bad day at work or he's just like really struggling with whatever is going on he will go upstairs and like put on like a meditation type thing and just like mm-hmm. chill out for a little bit so I definitely see the value there I've seen it really work for him so yeah so I was excited to, to get into it in more of a like serious manner how about you I knew I was going to be riding this struggle bus on this one because meditation has been recommended to me by several therapists um, for curbing my anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder and depression and all that fun stuff that I deal with because a lot of the time, like for me, so because I take medication for that, they also like really recommend that you like meditate and see a therapist and all that stuff, right? So it's the idea that if you have medical intervention on, on some of your brain stuff, you also need to be putting in some like thoughtful mindfulness into that as well. I really struggle with meditation because I don't like to sit quietly with my own thoughts. Um, I like, if I am like, and I mean, you know, from growing up with me, I'm just constantly chatty. And like, even like one time I used to commute back and forth from Vancouver to our hometown by myself. And I was just, it was the worst. It was the only time that like I was by myself really. And I would just pump music up loud. And I remember one time I picked up Kate from the airport because she was coming down from her. She went to university up in Prince, up in, Central BC. We talked about Prince George before. It's fine. Right, it's Prince George. Yeah. And like, I was driving back and I talked nonstop. And I think you at one point, you're like, you get pretty lonely in the car, huh? It was like, I still remember. I remember very, yeah, because Jude picked me up at the airport because I flew down from Prince George because the drive is a nightmare. And yeah, like I grew up with Jude. I'm used to you talking all the time. And then I was just like, I couldn't get, like, I don't think I could get a word in really. And you were just like, Ooh. I was like, yeah, no, you are struggling with this commute by yourself. Yeah. It is not ideal. <laughs> it's not fun. I, I am someone who will put on a podcast to go wash the dishes. Although I have been doing better with like trying to take the dishwashing as like mindfulness times. Yeah, yeah. So like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like with meditation for me, I try to fit it into things that I'm already doing. Or the other thing I do is I, <laughs> we're from a family of insomniacs. Yes. Um, so I do listen to a lot of guided meditation to fall asleep. So those are really like, I try to have mindfulness in things like doing, but I have to do activities. Like I really struggle with the idea of sitting down quietly and not doing anything. Either I have to be falling asleep with a guided meditation. So I don't like kind of, cause like wander off with my thoughts or I have to like be doing something that is very like grounding in the activity. So dishwashing, which is one of the, the things that my therapist recommended for me has been one of the best options. Sitting with my thoughts is a struggle for me as well. Yeah. Checks out. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Well, that note, what did you do? I did a couple of things. So one of them was I have 
as I mentioned last week, I have a Fitbit now. <laughs> and it does have... You're committed. Uh, I'm committed. It. I mean, it's always on me, though, so that's kind of the nice thing is I can't forget about it. So the, on the app for the Fitbit, there are some mindfulness techniques. It recommends doing it four days. So I hit that four days. Love that. But I only did, like, a two-minute, like, grounding one. I tried one that was, like, get your day started right, and it just really did not jive with me. But, but that's something that was an option. So the, the one that I use normally is free. So it's just a regular cost of the $120 or so for a Fitbit. Then I do also have premium, which is free for the first year. And then it's 10 bucks a month afterwards. And then I went on guided for uh, YouTube. I did guided meditation. So I use the Headspace, which is like, they also have their own app. They're very, very popular. They're, they yes. have a Netflix. That's right. That you can listen to or watch. That's also visual. Yeah. So I listened to them and I also listened to another po- uh, another YouTube called The Honest Guys, which is just specifically sleep meditations. But that was very nice. There's lots of like, there's one I really like, which was like describing like a log cabin that you're in. So it's kind of like taking you out of the place that you're in now so you can fall asleep. So that was really, really nice. I also, this is weird because I listened to Spotify. I was actually listening to a couple of these meditations while I was working. I had a very stressful oh, work week. Yes, you did. And so I... <laughs> was yeah I had I listened to specifically the breathe playlist but I also listened to biannual beats meditation and so just so you know biannual beats is basically when you hear two different tones from each headphone you're like it's kind of an auditory illusion so it does have some of the same like mental states associated with meditative practices so it reduces anxiety it increases focus and concentration lower stress increases relaxation fosters positive moods promotes creativity and helps manage pain that is from Healthline, which is where I got that. But so I was listening to Biannual Beats while I worked. And then I did have, I listened to Calming Anxiety Guided Meditation, which was just the first thing that came up when I looked up Guided Meditation on Spotify. Sounds nice. Excellent. What did you do? So I, so yeah, I had sort of three things. So I have also issues falling asleep. I also really don't like silence when I'm sleeping. Like even as like a kid, I had to have like, I had this CD that was like piano music and like nature rain sounds that I just listen to every single night because I, I just don't do well with quiet when I'm sleeping or trying to fall asleep, I guess. So for the last, I don't know, I guess eight months, I've been listening to Let's Get Sleepy, which is a podcast about sleeping. And it starts with like a little mini meditation, you know, oh. like, okay, yeah like take a deep breath imagine for example like your toes have like switches on them and you're switching off each one and like so and then it does kind of like you said it's describing something a story so one of my favorite ones is Marie Antoinette's like going to Versailles so it's like you're in the coach and you're like pulling up and it's like interesting enough that it stops you from going through that spiral of stress but also like not interesting enough that you like force yourself to stay awake so I do have one, they do have one where it's snorkeling in the Galapagos Islands and I can't listen to that one fall, to fall asleep because I've literally done that. And so You're it's too super excited. busy. Yeah, I get too excited <laughs> and very like visual, but everything else is, has been really good. And some of them are kind of like not my favorite, but the ones I really love, I put on a saved list. And so they release a new one every week, but I'll often go back and revisit my favorites. So really big fan of Let's Get Sleepy. And so that is like almost like a mini meditation that I guess I have been doing for a while, but didn't really think about. It's not like as intentional and as purposeful as some of these other things. Mm. The other thing I tried this week is called the Aura app. It's an app for your phone. It's $60 per year for the premium one. There are very limited items available with their free version. Um, But what it is, is sort of like a general like mindfulness app. So every day it'll, every morning it'll send you like a a quote uh, to start your day or whatever, which is fun. I love that. 
Yeah. Um, so that includes, uh, it includes meditations, life coaching, stories, soundscapes, cognitive behavior therapy, music, and sleep aid sort of stuff. So every morning you get like one free thing essentially a day. And usually it's like a three minute meditation, which honestly for me is like what I want. Like I don't want to be like in like a 15 minute meditation generally. So I'm only on the free one right now, but I'm actually debating doing the $60 per year one, because like the life coaching things, it's like, you know, helping you through some of these issues and mm-hmm. you have access to all this, this stuff. So I think it's a, it's a really cool app. It's apparently like the top, like mindfulness app on Apple or whatever, Whoa. but and, like, and the interface is super beautiful. Like the images, imagery is really beautiful. It's really easy to use. I like hate, there's some apps I found where I'm like, I hate this, how this looks and this stresses me out. So I can't use you. So yeah, I think I'm going to try the Aura app and see how it goes. Um, and then on you, I also did YouTube. It's called Boho Beautiful Yoga. Um, and she has a good morning meditation, which is 10 minutes. This is the one I did back in January and I did it again mm. this week. Yeah, because at 10 minutes, it's a little long for me, but also 10 minutes in the morning, it's like not that big a deal. Like I have pour over coffee. So I like put my water on to boil, do the 10 minute meditation. But the water has like now boiled and slightly cool, but it's really quick to reboil it and make the coffee. So yeah, those three I did. And so two, like Let's Get Sleepy is free because it's a podcast. They have ads, but they're only at the very beginning. Oh, beautiful yoga on YouTube, also free. And then, yeah, the Aura, free slash $60 per year. Wonderful. Did you like doing it this week? Yes. But I think it's because of my trial and error experience earlier at finding what I wanted. Because yeah. I think if I you go, yeah. Yeah. I think if you go into meditation, you're like, I'm going to do a 20 minute meditation and it's going to be awesome. That might work for you. Give it a try. It does not work for me. And I don't know if it ever would work for me unless I was maybe at like some sort of retreat and I was like, just there to do that and that was like here's your 20 minute slot of the day while we prepare your beautiful local artisanal lunch do your med- like maybe I could make it work then but in my day-to-day life I, this just isn't something I'd ever make a priority so it's just not going to work so doing quick short 10 minutes or less meditation yes I did like it I did find it relaxing um I did one at like lunchtime because my day was a little stressful and it was really nice to sort of reset midday I did one in the morning I did one at the end of my work day I did one right before bed I've been having like some trouble sleeping this week so again it was good to sort of reset and not have the, those thoughts like whirling so yeah. just just relaxing calm yeah what about you did you like it yeah I I almost would say exactly the same thing though I did like it but I feel like I didn't realize how much of it I had been doing kind of in the background previous to this because I knew I was not going to do a 20 minute I did two to five minute meditations truly and then if I was listening to music I would just have that in the background of like meditative music that I I was like at first I'm like oh I'll just listen to this because I don't want anything with like noise on it but I ended up listening to it for hours and being like this was actually really helpful for me being able to keep like a very positive calm attitude in my workplace yeah so I, I would say I did like it I had trial and error before I guess I didn't realize how much I had been doing previous to this because I feel like neither of us are doing like your your standard like what people think of meditation when you think of meditation but we have been we're both people with anxiety meditation and and then thoughtfulness is one of the best ways to kind of keep that under control so yeah Yeah. I I did like it because it made my week better I felt better leaving this week than I would have if I hadn't meditated which I think is really really key and I think that's like a a sign of a successful meditation experience yes for sure Mm -hmm. and it was relaxing I mean I think that's the kind of yeah the given of if you're not relaxed after meditating I don't want to say you're doing video. it wrong. Yeah, try a different video. Try something <laughs> else. Because like, you know, there's no wrong way to do it. But like, you should not feel stressed. You should not feel anything besides relaxed after a meditative. 
Well, what I found with some videos I've tried is like, for example, the person's voice for me personally is grating. Oh, Just give yes. up and yeah. move on. Right. Like, or the way they talk is annoying to me personally. And you're just like, no, no. It's just like mom always said, she's never finished reading a book she didn't like. If you don't like how it's going, don't finish it. Yeah. Like there's no one for, I mean, if it's on YouTube or whatever, it's like, there's actually zero like risk. You know, you didn't pay to, I mean, you watched an ad maybe, but you didn't pay to watch it. And even if you're in these paid apps, a lot of them clearly are aware of this because there's a bunch of different options for coaches or guides or, or whatever you want to call them so yeah I think I think that's uh, really clutch as well find yeah. find something that you like and don't like force yourself if there's a key piece that's really not working for you there's so many other options out there like try something else yeah and then I think it was pretty useful it was like I think both of us have already said that we found that our weeks were better for meditating I mean it definitely wasn't not useful yeah that like makes sense but because it, it did it. It made us more relaxed. And it, if nothing else, it makes you take that time for yourself, which I think is hard. Like, even though we're all home all the time, I think mm-hmm. we really struggle with like taking time for ourselves because there's yes. things to do and there's things to worry about. And <laughs> just like all the stuff going on. So take, and like, I don't know about you guys, like everyone else out there, but I used to like, maybe I'll go get my nails done or I'll go get a pedicure. And that was like kind of a time to like take, some, but that's not really something that you, you do. I mean, you can do it, but I feel weird about doing it right now it's not essential yes although looking at my feet it's going to be essential soon but you know it's just there's not as many options for that sort of alone time where you're not working and you're not stressing about your house anymore because you're in your house all the time so taking the time out to do this I think is really useful in in carving out that space that you time you time I actually super agree with that I we talked a lot about how like whole you have to stay in your house and your house is now work it's hard to separate all of that but you're right there are things about both of those places that are stressful that you normally are able to leave and take a little time hour and that's just not available anymore especially um, for you and I because we don't yeah. leave our house to go to work either oh no Megan is so much more normal than me and Stu because she doesn't have to leave oh she's so sweet she's such a sweet baby she's the sweetest of babies Nebby has this giant dog I'll post a picture that I got from Dan like years ago and we were debating like do we need to keep this and then I put it on the spare bedroom which is in the office slash podcast studio studio and, and now Nebby is like cuddling with it all the time so we can never get rid of it and she's it's, just like extra adorable right now it's deeply cute oh she's so tired it's the morning and she's so tired how she like every morning she gets up now she needs to go outside she needs to have her breakfast and then she comes if one of us is still in bed and even occasionally if neither of us are still in bed she'll go back to bed like well that's good I'm ready to go yeah we we worked hard to train her essentially to not be like a super get up and go morning dog because I have friends who have dogs like that yeah she's perfection she is perfection well on that Um, note yeah did you think it was niche no sorry did you have another note for no I I was about to move on to nicheness I I don't I don't think this is niche even just from the fact the amount of time that we've talked and we're like we were actually doing some of this I think that there is definitely a, like a, the level of intensiveness that you can get into it would be niche but I think a lot of people are have listened to a guided meditation have had sleep aids like t- someone talked them to sleep podcasts I think lots of them exist for helping you uh center yourself and I feel like this is definitely one of those things where we are all human beings and we all experience at least some level of anxiety, stress, what have you. And meditation is the number one way to combat that. So I, yeah. 
That's my thought. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was trying to find like a number for like how much meditation has increased in the last year, but obviously mm-hmm. it wasn't available. But yeah, I, I think I agree hundred percent with you. I think practicing meditation in some form is not niche. I think a lot of people do it. Yeah. Like you, like I said, with lots of sleep, I didn't really think about the opening being like a meditative moment, but it definitely is. But yeah, the level of intensity, like, you know, I think very few of my friends would be like, oh yeah, I'm a super into meditation. It's not the same as like, oh, I'm knitting or I like embroidery or I like really into baking. It's not something I think a lot of people do in a really intense way, but the people who do, they are quite intense about it. And that's definitely that's niche. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh my gosh, um, okay. <laughs> I'm not used to drinking beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, it's also a sour, which is like a little bit. Have you eaten yet? I had a pepperoni stick. I'm deeply jealous of you. I Because I knew we'd be drinking and I was like, I need to have a pepperoni stick before I get into this. COVID friendliness, I would say, I mean, my half of my segment was about it being COVID friendly. So I would say definitely yes, not only like, obviously emotionally supportive, but you do it like all the things we did were in our house, literally, like we needed an internet connection. That's it, like a space. And you can, you can make it like we have a diffuser from Sage. So I mean, if you really want into it, you could go buy a diffuser and some essential oil blends, which you can order online, but you could also go to the store and buy. So, I mean, maybe that'd be the only like yeah, eh, COVID friendliness level, but I would say overall it's in your house. It's helping you cope. It's safe to do. Uh, yeah. What would you? Yeah. I also agree. It's one of those hobbies that is not only friendly because you only have to leave for them, like to, to do them, but also they're actually going to uh, improve your own mental health during COVID or they're going to improve your life during mental COVID. Mental COVID. During, mental during COVID. COVID. During mental COVID. It's, yeah. I didn't eat before having this beer, so it's starting to show. But yeah, I, I think that this is definitely a recommended one. If you, I think, like, yeah, you can do two minutes of meditation and I almost guarantee that your day is going to be improved by it. And the nice thing about it too is like we've been saying, it's like basically zero barrier to entry. Yeah. Like if you're listening to this podcast, you can find meditation somewhere. Oh, yeah. So even if you're like super skeptical, like my husband was incredibly skeptical at meditation and then his like doctors were like, no, you should really try this. And he was like shocked at how, how well it worked. I highly recommend like, you know, check it out, try the links that we tried, try some other stuff, you know, just, just give it a shot because it, it could help a lot. Yeah. And it's just, it's just nice. It's a nice it is moment. Just nice. It is. So, Kate, <laughs> is this your new niche hobby? I think I'm, like I said, I think, yes. I think we both kind of showed our hands a little bit. I think I am going to buy the Aura subscription for the year because I do want to explore, like, it's one of those annoying app moments where, like, if you, you can see all the paid content and there's just, like, a little, like, lock in the corner, like, this is for and you're like well I want to listen to that or I want to look at that or I want to listen to this information so I think I'm able to try they periodically like when I log in it's like get 40% off your first year and so next time that pops up I think I'll give it a try nice and see how I like it um I don't have any other like app subscriptions right now so so, I mean and even at $60 a year what is that five dollars a month like that's really yeah, nothing that's so funny. I think yeah I think I might give it a try and see how it goes because I do find it's really helpful and I do find um because not only do I work my main job from home I also have a second job and I have a podcast etc busy busy bee I'm a boss babe and oh god <laughs> disowned so um yeah finding that time for myself I definitely find challenging and even like for example last night I was working until like 11 30 and then I was tired and then I went to bed but I was still like amped because I've been working till 11 30 yeah 
So I did take some time. I listened to like, Let's Get Sleepy. But I think in that moment, like being more purposeful in my meditation after that, like to just sort of calm down is really good. I'm also trying to like drink a little bit less because like everyone, I feel like the amount I drink went up over COVID. So this is a nice, like, so I do love like a glass of scotch at the end of the night, like just like simmer and calm down. But I'm going to do that obviously maybe at most once a week. And so this is another nice way to sort of calm down. Like that calming sipping motion is really comforting and it's just not quite the same with like water. So I think meditation might be a nice alternative for that. What this about you? Very true. Yeah, same. I am going to continue to have sleep problems. I'm going to continue to have therapists recommend meditation. I will continue to do these short meditations so that they really do work for me. But yeah, I, I didn't realize how much I in, how much my life was being improved by just like these really simple meditations. And so I think that I will definitely continue to do and try to do it with more intention moving forward. And yeah, I'm probably going to keep listening to meditative music while I work because I, I was really, I have a, a bad habit of work of getting really manic and intense um, when I'm stressed. And I, it's something that I actually have to work on in my role. So I found that meditative music uh, and biannual and guide meditations during work was actually really, really helpful for me this week. So definitely. Love it. So what are we doing next week, Kate? So our plan for next week (laughs) is to do candle making. We ordered some kits off Etsy, but the current, like, Originally, said they were supposed to be here yesterday, but I just yes. checked my tracking number and it's not, it says Thursday. So I can't, I mean, it's coming through Canada Post and it, can, it could arrive on Monday. Who knows? So yeah. the plan is to do it. But if they arrive like late on Thursday, depending how our day goes, we may or may not be able to do them. So we have a backup and <laughs> we will do that instead um, if the candle making kits do not come in time. But fingers crossed, that's what we'll be doing next week. Yes. Amazing. Yes. So on that note, thank you for listening. For more information, for links, or to support the show, go to friendswithnichehobbies.com. Follow us on social media at friendswithnichehobbies on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, and that's it. On Wednesday, we had an Instagram live crafty night. So we were just live for an hour with, um, Jude was doing a lot of checking, as he mentioned earlier. I was doing some felting. Um, I think we're going to try and do one again this week. Yeah, we'll actually give a head. This is sort of like a trial round, which is why we like absolutely did not advertise it at all. But we still had four people come uh, join us. So shouts, shout outs to Sparkle, Common Ground, and the other people. I'm so sorry, I don't remember your names at the time, but we love you. So yeah, join us, jump in. Um, we'll, we'll have a little bit more interaction this time. We'd love for you to join us, bring your crafts, tell us about them, tell us what you're working on or crafts or hobbies or whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have a niche hobby you would like us to try, email us at friendswithniechehobbiespodcast at gmail.com. Woo. Please subscribe, review, tell a friend. It helps us a lot. We have a Patreon. Thank you so much to our supporters, Dave and Catherine, our parents. Uh, but, if, <clears throat> but if you want to support us as well, Patreon is within our link tree and all the important places. Be awesome to each other. Take a breather. You're doing great, honey. We love you. We love you. Can you hear that yelling in the background? A little bit. It's what it's like in the morning in my house. People Mm -hmm. are shouting. For that. One second. Yeah? No, it's in the blankets in the couch downstairs. Yes. Okay, bye. (laughs) Did you find out where the cat coat was? The problems your household has. (laughs)